0: Good evening, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Uh, This is going to be episode number 68 here. Uh, We're actually racking them up. It's actually a huge enjoyment I have actually doing these, uh, trying to get some new people, also get some new dynamics on there. Somebody reached out to me the other day and asked me to cover financing in Costa Rica. So I'll get a episode here. Uh, in the next coming weeks here on financing here in Costa Rica, see if we can get a banker on. Um, If not, I'll get someone that's very familiar with financing here and we can go over and we can discuss that. Remember guys, uh, if you need anything, a lot of people have been reaching out to me. um, Thank you very much for reaching out to me. It doesn't matter how small or how big guys, a lot of people looking to invest here in Costa Rica, kind of wanting some pointers, things to do, things not to do. Um, You know, I'm always looking at everyone's exit strategy. Again, it's always very easy to get in, not always easy to get out. so just kind of finding ways to exit if necessary um you know by selling slices of the pizza rather than the whole pizza uh more ha- more than happy to kind of um, share some of my ideas there with with anybody, um, but quite a few people reached out actually over the last couple of weeks, uh, and I'm actually helping quite a few people here uh, when it comes to investing here in Costa Rica. So um, appreciate all the love that's coming from the podcast as well. Remember, guys, please give it a thumbs up, great review, uh, or share it as well. Um, we have over forty thousand downloads now, if you can believe it, uh, and it's growing rapidly. Every single week, we get more and more downloads. So, anyway, let's get straight into this week. Today, we're going to be talking with Roberto Meza. If you remember, we've had. Roberto Mesa on the podcast before, uh, where we talked about sustainable development um, here. He's a, one of the owners of Spera Sostenible, uh, which is a project management company uh, and architects here that develop sustainably. But we're not going to be talking about that today with Roberto. He's actually co-founder of Pancake. This is a startup that works with you to co-design in real time, basically, uh, with a professional designer. Uh, any room or space in your home. Uh, It costs $39.99. You basically work with a, on like a live interior designer. You basically take a picture of a place, send it to them, work with them like live. they, use, you know, kind of 3D imaging, move stuff around. Uh, and within about 30 minutes to two hours, depending on how you know long it takes, uh, you will guys have a new design and they can also email you guys as well uh, the, at the furniture. Uh, and with all the sizings uh, and everything, it's pretty, pretty exceptional for 39.99. But anyway, um, remember uh, if you have any questions for uh, future guests or anything you'd like to get on, or you have questions for Roberto, all of his contact details will be in the description, but let's get straight into it guys. Good evening, Roberto. How are you doing? Hey, Richard. Good. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, you must be, I'm going to say you're probably one of the busiest men in Costa Rica, even busier than the uh, president of Costa Rica. So (laughs) uh, I appreciate you making the time for us today. Uh, I know we had you on the podcast before, uh, you know, where we talked more about kind of development and sustainable development uh, here in construction. This time, we're going to take a bit of a, uh, a bit of a different, um, you know, kind of angle on it as I expressed in the uh, in the intro here really talk about you know um, pancake uh, which is a new startup uh, that you guys have got going and then also a little bit about nasada but maybe you can just give us an idea roberto like in the last six months because a lot has changed in two years but recently in six months what has surprised you and also what trends are you seeing
1: in real estate in general well what has surprised me is the increase in construction costs uh, in some cases it, we have seen increases up to 30% just hard costs uh, which is crazy it has been affected by cost of materials the container crisis did affect the the cost of materials also contractor availability is yep. crazy but now it's a contractor in at least in coastal areas it's a it's a contractor's world rather than a than a developers world or or people building their homes world like well, the contractors are the ones that yep are are, are are super busy so they they're they kind of lead in the thing
0: yeah i mean it sounds like it's like 2007 2008 all over again right i mean we're really well yeah. probably 2006 but i don't think we're at seven 2006 like, yeah yeah but like we're getting there so yeah
1: that has yeah that those, those things are like things that i'll never thought that. We'd see the again. Contractor will get so busy that they will have to say no to projects. Like yeah, this is the first time I'm seeing I'm seeing that, that happen.
0: Wow, uh, well, you're also in the Nasada area. I mean, what are you seeing in the Nasada area? I mean, any particular trends? I know that it's been it's been a big folk. You know, I kind of call it the Silicon Valley of Costa Rica. Um, but I mean, what are you seeing in that area?
1: I'm seeing more people being full time residents than visitors. I yep. think. People are moving here. People that had homes that were renting short-term, now they're moving to their homes. Other people are, are, are finding long-term homes to, to spend at least a year or more, 18 months, two years. And we're seeing that, that as, a, as a trend. Like We are not seeing... like I used I was, I was used to build or still build during the low season yep. because that's what, when almost everything will close and we'll go into maintenance or build new things so that for the high season, they will be ready. Uh, these last two low seasons, I like wh- they weren't that low because they were full-time residents here. I think there's two things. What I what I said that people are moving here more permanently rather than, than just visiting. And also I think with COVID, people was was not traveling that much during the rainy month. So that combination uh, it's it's what I've seen. I think people are spending more and more time rather than than short uh, one
0: week trips: I agree, I agree. Well, let's just jump into pancake because I think I'm as excited you know, uh, as, about it as you are. You know I believe you know, this could be the future, I think it could change design, and I don't just say that lightly. If you describe to listeners listening in you know what pancake does, what's its benefits, and how they could potentially use it
1: Yeah it's, it's, it's exciting. I, I agree like when we started like, yeah, I, like, it was like it started based on a need I had. So uh, what, what we do, what we're, we're calling it, how, how, how pancake changing things is, we improve people's lives by improving their spaces, And, and that's, that's what we're doing through design in real time at an affordable cost. So that the way we, I see it is like in the past, interior design was for the top 1%. I want to bring it to the next 29% yep. and, and doing it live. And, uh, rather than going through the typical design process, that's like a ball going from one court to the other, from one court to the other, and design revisions and design revisions and new new proposals and new things. No, in this case, it's you and a professional designer co-designing your space in a in less than two hours. And by the end of the two hours, you'll get photorealistic images of your space with the new design. So that's that's what we're doing.
0: And, yeah, and, I, mean, I mean it's pretty exceptional that like literally within signing up and scheduling your session in two hours you can have a redesigned room with all the spacing the sizing the furniture everything in um you know it's yeah i mean this is the future right
1: yeah yeah it's crazy and as i said it started based on on, on anita it was like when covid hit and we were sent to work from home i live in a tiny apartment i used to live in a tiny apartment in, in san jose and then my girlfriend and me and the dogs and she's a glass artist and brought a bunch of things into the house for to do her, her glass work. So like going crazy. So always like I moved my office to the balcony and, I, and we spent a whole Sunday trying to design it by hand, by sketchup and we couldn't do it. So called a friend like, Hey, can, can we have just a, uh, can you just help me build this, this model pretty quick? And when we were doing the model and seeing, seeing the thing happening life in front of our eyes, we're like, this is amazing. And, and can you change this? Yeah. I can do it and get, get in. The designers' ideas plus our ideas and seeing it happening right in front of our eyes. I so, was like, I have a, a WhatsApp chat with with Alfredo and Maria Jose, my co-founders at Pancake. I was like, Hey guys, I think there's an idea here. What do you think? And and they were super like very good friends, and they were like sending uh, reasons why it might not work. It might not work because of this, because of this, and then we were like pivoting, and then all of a sudden they said, like, Guys, we're doing Pancake, and it was a I would say an aha moment, but also like we have like lifestyle businesses that are doing pretty good. And in these things, like, like we did not have the need, yep. like, like thinking like we need to find a, a job or something. But when we went into it and saw like what we were looking at, like we were like, I'm ready to go.
0: Wow. Yeah. team on this I mean, I used it to redesign my garden. It was amazing, dude. I mean, it really was, um, you know, and very quickly. I mean, it didn't take me the whole two hours. It took me about an hour uh, and it's great. Uh-huh. Again, I took the pictures, gave it to the, uh, the builder and I, my garden builder guy and he built it, you know, and it's, it's all done now. So, yeah, but, I mean, just for people to understand, I mean, what is the cost of using Pancake? How long does it take to redesign a room? And I mean, if clients then want to take it further to like buy the stuff, like how do you guys help them do this?
1: so yeah i think uh, as i said i was used to lifestyle businesses and now moving into a startup it's a whole different mentality a whole different speed and 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 it's also the adaptability has to be quick to changes and the first thing we noticed like when we were doing it started as a a design company for two hours as as you were saying and you get the renders at the end of the session and then the idea was that you'll go and, and find your, your, your furniture, your people to help you build it, build it. But we were getting the same question over and over again. Now who's going to do this? Who can help me? We have someone to recommend. And we're like, and then we started looking at uh, options and like, no, we need to provide that service so that by the end of the session, what we are now developing is a technology that any single piece of furniture or thing that it's used in your design goes into a, into a, a like a cart. cart. Yep. Uh-huh. And then by the end of the session, you can just order it, and you'll have it in your house two days after. Wow. Right now, the the it's a very good question about cost. Initially, it was 199 a session, uh, which I thought it was a, a very reasonable price, and or actually, I thought it was super low because just sometimes for one render, people would charge you over 500. Yeah. So like you're getting a least six to make. But uh, we have learned, and you know, as I said adaptability and test trial and error. We're still in a trial and error phase. And I hope that we're in a trial and error phase forever because that's what keeps me alive. Uh, now we will we, we reduce the cost to $39.99 per session. Wow. One of the things that at least we are seeing is that people are not used to pay for services more than $50 online. It's yep. not still there. So that's why we, we're, we're moving there. And in our monetization uh, the strategy doesn't come to the through the cost of the session. It's actually through commissions we get from sales of furniture.
0: Well, I mean, it's nice that you're very transparent about how you make money as well. But again, I think $39.99 to get 3D renderings of a room to work live with an, a professional interior designer that does this for a living. That's pretty good because again, an interior designer, you know, we were designing a, a home at the moment up in, in Hacienda Penia. I mean, they're charging us like $25,000 to do this, you know, whereas, yeah, so thirty nine ninety nine is which is, is not, a good price, yeah, yeah. It, Twenty five thousand dollars, good price, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, but let's change gears a little bit, Roberto, and let's just talk about Nosada because I know that you, uh, I know that you live in that areas. Um, I, I mean, for listeners that you know don't really know Nasada, how would you describe it, and how expensive is it? Well, I describe
1: it as a magical spot that uh, I. Has a lot of people with very good intentions, taking very good care of it. Yep, of course. Uh, and I describe it as an as an expensive place. I think maybe one of Costa Rica's most expensive areas right now because it's it's super hot. But at the same time, it's hot for the right people. And and yeah, that's that's what I would describe it. It's, it's a it's a place that's attract that attracts a particular Interesting, and
0: I think it's well, you're gonna, you're, gonna have, you're gonna have to have money to begin with because Masada is not cheap, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, correct. And it's hard, it's hard like for people to find long term rentals. Uh, that's, I think, that's one of the main issues that, that we're having right now finding a place or you rent a place, they will never rent a place in more than 10 months, and, and in 10 months, you'll have to go and find another place, and sometimes. Yeah container homes are over
0: a thousand dollars a month yeah wow that's insane but well anyway i mean you know again land is very expensive in that area if i'm correct it's one of the most expensive areas no it's the most expensive area in costa rica i mean i don't know anywhere that's more expensive yeah, sure. you know yeah, than nosado and i mean i'm talking like a thousand square meters piece of land is what million dollars or more you know so so, like,
1: like now we're seeing it's like smaller plots of land at a higher price of things, it's land availability, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and also access and water availability as well. I mean, if you can get a water letter on a piece of land, you know, that's worth a lot of money.
1: Yeah, it's- right now, it's been almost a year that the ASA has not been able to, to give water letters because I asked for several things and they had to comply with that. And it has been a process and bureaucracy involved from, from the okay. different, not the local, but more like, like the uh, country entities that that's, Stopping development, I I have to I have to say that I, I think based on my what I do, I I, I should be like scared and, and or sad, but I think it really helped to slow down the, the craziness, de- the craziness, and development. and yeah. because it's it's important to, to keep it a little bit slower and, and make sure that people are doing the right type of of, of developments.
0: I hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, where do you think that the opportunity still lies to buy land in that area?
1: I think uh, I, I, it's not what I think. I think it's what I'm what I've seen. Mostly people are, are moving south and north of, of Giones, So you're in and also east or kind of like south northern east, kind of like typical when when, when cities get super expensive people start going to the suburbs. it's kind of like this a similar pattern what we're seeing here so we're seeing people going towards more towards cars so the lease is more towards Ostionado and more towards the mountains that are that are uh, east let's say yeah uh, and yeah there's uh, uh, so everywhere they there's properties and you find you uh, can find sometimes good deals uh, What would you say it's important to do a very good due diligence when you are property?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've just gone through four deals at the moment with due diligence and one of them came back negatively during due diligence and like the buyers didn't want to. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys, you've got to walk away from this. Like this is not going to work. Um, but I mean how much would you, I mean what's a good deal, would you say Roberto on a piece of land? Like give me a rough idea of size and cost, just so that like you know, listeners That's can it's a really
1: quiet. tough question because it has a lot of variables. It has a lot of variables if you want to like walking distance to the beach if you want. Well, let's say, say ocean the, view if you want. Let's say it's
0: like, ocean view, doesn't need to be walkable to the beach, you know, it can be within five, ten minutes of the beach, you know, and I mean doesn't need to be a large piece of land, but you know, sufficient to build a home.
1: So let's say about it, like on, the homes that people are building here are pretty big homes most of the times. And yep. I'll say like 800 square meters is is the size of average size of lots in some cases Yep. for, for single family homes. And those range from, for ocean view, most yeah. likely it's going to be over 400 in some cases.
0: Okay. Okay. Where do you believe the gap in the market is at the moment in that area? I think you may have mentioned it, which is kind of more long-term rentals. Long,
1: long-term rentals for Ticos. Wow. That, I was, actually,
0: for, for, I was for talking us. about that the other night uh, with Hans from Cayuga, who we've had on the podcast before, that like his staff, like his food and beverage manager, his manager of his hotel, you know, especially in the Uvita area, even in Nosada, Tamarindo, everywhere. It just needs, you know, it needs short-term re- It needs long-term rentals.
1: Yeah. Correct, and, and there's there's not enough. And and of course I can understand developers like they say, like, yeah, I can rent this for thousand dollars a month or eight hundred dollars a month or to cost to Costa Ricans in manager positions or, or whatever. Uh and then I have to stick to the Costa Rican uh alquileres law, the yep. rentals law that it's that it's tough on on the owners, or I can do short-term and rather than doing a thousand i do four thousand pay part and let's say i pay 25 to the to someone to manage it for me
0: yeah you're still so making i'm like, making it's understandable, understandable. <laughs> yeah hundred yeah. percent um where do you go in costa rica that's off the beaten path i always like to ask people this as well because i'm a lot of listeners in here know the main areas but it's always nice to ask people that live here where they go you know off the beaten path
1: I know you're, 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 you're developing a project for yourself there. And I, I love the Zona de Los Santos and and that like all around the Cerro de la Muerte.
0: Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty exceptional just because it feels, you know, I'm biased and so are you, but I mean that the, it's the coffee is some of the best in Costa Rica, it's just rolling mountains, it's green, it's cool at night, warm during the day, you know, it's just very natural. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: One thing that, that that I will that I will say, and, and you know, my, my passion is sustainability, that's all yep. I think and how to I actually, I did not mention when we we're talking about Pancake, that we are also doing the ecological cal- footprint calculator. So at the same time as the design is happening, we're calculating what's the ecological footprint. First, we make sure that the, pe- the, the suppliers we work with, they are environmentally and socially responsible. Yep. If not, we we will not work with them. Then, so that then we we'll be able to reduce the footprint. Once we have the lowest footprint possible, we will compensate it and make sure that our stations are are have a zero ecological footprint. But that linked to your questions to Nosara, I think one of the things that I'm seeing here is that there's a. I don't. I won't say all because I've seen some projects that they just don't care about the environment. But most of the people that come here come with a. Forward-thinking environmental mining. When they want to develop, like yesterday, I I, I had a meeting. She was like, "Look, I prefer to invest more money in the in sustainability than than in other things in my home. So let's please make sure that that happens. That I do not that I'm not affecting the land where I'm gonna place this 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 house and and stuff like that. You see that over and over again here, and, and that's that's one of the things that make it
0: special. Well, that must have been music to, it stays music like to that ears.
1: Completely, completely. And it's kind of like, it, it makes us raise the bar, raise the bar, raise the bar, like in sustainability. And, and that's, you oh. know, you know me, right? That's That's what I love.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, you know, especially when you have clients like that that are also willing to you know test some stuff as well, you know, from places like Europe, from North America, and bring it in here in Costa Rica. It gives you guys an opportunity to kind of really figure out how you adapt that to here in Costa Rica, and then use it in future projects as well.
1: Correct, and and that has been amazing. Like clients that are willing to take a risk with us, and like recently, Christian was one of my business partners. He was at a at a sustainability. In, in Amsterdam, and he saw this thing that's a great water recycling system, like all in, in, in one package yep. that won like 2019 or 2020 awards for innovation. And he got into it, and we found since we're consultants, we can we will never represent any brand or whatever, but we were able to link uh, the guys that at the Netherlands with someone in Costa Rica that represents some, some really good uh, products they that worked and we already installed two of those gray water recycling systems here in projects in, in osada so it's closed loop like we take the water from the laundry treat it and goes back into the laundry we take water from from showers and we treat it so we're reducing the water portable water consumption in more than 75 percent case
0: wow that's insane so it's, wow because as you know
1: like you, you said it the water is like depends on where we're doing projects there's, there's different requirements like yep. to work with us and, and here the main thing is water
0: yeah i mean that's the whole thing in the country you know i don't let people buy land without water unless they really clearly understand what they're getting into or at least during due diligence we'll allow you know have a property where a well is being dug during due diligence i mean they don't close until the well is done and then we have the water pressure and the water quality back just because i don't want them buying a piece of land that's basically cattle land you know yeah. um, and there are options available it's just you know, I just life is a lot easier when you just buy something with water, but water is a is it is a you know it's not an infinite resource in the world. I mean, Costa Rica fortunately has lots of it, just that you know it's it's they are very protective over their water here as well. So,
1: yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad it is okay. like that, sincerely. I agree. Well, where I have hope you, it had... was more,
0: yes. Where have you personally invested and why, Roberto, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Uh, mostly here in uh... With with some friends, we have like put together some some money and and, and we bought some land here, north of of uh, Nosara, like closer to Ostional. Yep. Because I love surfing, you know, and that and that that way it's it, it's a good point to be able to go to go surfing and and it was, uh, between our or i um, like between our for our budget or the, the budget that we had, it was we would not have bought anything in in the the other guiones area, area, because it was a little, more, well, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, not much more expensive than than <laughs> that area. So, so that's that's where where I have invested. And I think on our last podcast, like we talked, I would love to to invest in in Grande if I have a, if I save some money. That's a place that I really love. That
0: we, we're gonna do it, Roberto. We're gonna do <laughs> it. it. So, if you inherited $500,000, Roberto, and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you specifically do with it and why? I'll invest it in Pancake directly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know how successful that is. Like, we have an amazing team. We're right now 12 people, super, super committed. And, and, and we know we're seeing really a little bit of the future because I'm sure we're seeing this. Yeah, much bigger bigger pie and 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 that's where i will invest it like we have like our first round we closed it in seven days
0: yeah we were featured wow. in
1: tech crunch even before we started developing tech like like full tech and, and those things like oh like has those raised uh, eyebrows like like right so um, uh, that's where i will invest it right Could- away
0: Good answer, dude. Uh, you're the only one that's actually said that they'd invest in a startup when I asked them about $500,000. Mm-hmm. Usually it's land or buildings or stuff. But yeah, Pancake, Pancake, Pancake. That's awesome. Well, Roberto, thanks very much for your time. Uh, anyone that wants to contact Roberto or also use Pancake, all of the contact details will be in the description. Um, and Roberto, it's a pleasure as always.
1: Please do. And we will have, of course, uh, a discounted Pancake for for podcast listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And-
1: great seeing you Richard hope you catch up
0: soon again sounds good Roberto hey guys great episode there with Roberto Mezzo if you remember him where we talked about about development there as with because he works over there at Sfera so Sostenible that's kind of a lot of s's in that so I apologize uh they do project management sustainable project management and development and construction uh um, mainly based in Osada but they do it all over the country um, but this Pancake uh, you know, startup that he has going is, again, it's a, it's a great product. I used it myself. That's why I'm so, I was so enthralled to get him on the uh, podcast to talk about it. Uh, $39.99, he's actually going to send across a discount code to us as well. Uh, so if anybody wants that code, just let me know. You can email me, info at investing Costa rica.com. That's info at investingcosta rica.com. I used him to actually just redo my garden. It looks pretty nice out there. Um, anyone wants to see some pictures, just let me know. I'm more than happy to share. Uh, but the guys did an amazing job. Again, you can interior design a room for $39.99 within two hours. So anyway, but we've got some pretty awesome podcasts coming here in the future, guys. As I mentioned, we're going to ta- start to look at some financing. We're going to get some realtors from different areas of Costa Rica on here as well. We continue to focus on vacation rentals, as I know a lot of people are buying stuff for vacation rentals, uh, building, um, et cetera, et cetera. So that's it. It's a wrap, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Remember to give us a great review. review, thumbs up. Um, And uh, if you want to get in contact with me, again, info at investing costa rica.com. Thanks very much, guys.